people. You may recall yesterday, Mayor Ken Sim, along with uh, his council colleagues, ABC council colleagues, held a, a press conference where um, uh, Mr. Sim, along with his colleagues, said that they're pushing to have 26 areas of the city pre-zoned to allow and accelerate the construction of all forms of housing, uh, as, uh, as well as uh, sort of speeding up construction in the so-called um, villages. He wants to explore opportunities to increase housing density by rezoning land, which he says is undeveloped around sky train stations. Um, there's also reviewing the city's shadow impact criteria. There's quite a few of the uh, seven in total in regards to the issues he wishes to focus on. He says all of them together will hopefully speed up the building of homes uh, in Vancouver. Take a listen to his comments. The time frame is as quick as possible, and it's you know it, we're not going to give a number on units. The the role of the city of Vancouver is to create an environment where we can build more housing of all types as quickly as possible. So the targets we would be talking about is how do we actually reduce reduce times to process permits and to allow people to uh, build quicker. Uh, that was yesterday. That was Mayor Ken Sim speaking on the issue. Well, joining me now is Adrienne Carr. She's the uh, Vancouver City Council with the Green Party. Uh, many people have said, you know, uh, uh, you know, or at least their party has said, ABC has said it's a bold plan. Others have said it's rehashed old ideas. Your thoughts on, first and foremost, uh, Adrienne, welcome to the show, and your thoughts and ideas on just what Mr. Sim was saying. Do you think it's going to accomplish what is needed in this city, which is build more houses? Oh, we, well, let's face it. We all agree with the goal. We yeah. need to build more houses. Um, you got to get more specific than that, though. What we really need is more affordable housing. Mm-hmm. That's not what I saw emphasized in the plan, so that's that's a problem for me. Um, some of the stuff is rehashed. The, the 26 neighborhood centers, those are part of uh, what we have already done in the Vancouver plan, so they're sort of moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, it, you know, it, it's often a struggle to think about those SkyTrain stations where there's undevelopment, uh, not, not enough development for sure. And um, staff, though, have said to us there's big problems related to the ground conditions, the soils, the lack of sewage, the drainage of those lands. So some of them are not developed for sort of pretty major practical reasons, mm-hmm. and it's going to take a lot of money to uh, to uh, ensure that those places are safe. So some of it's rehashed. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're on that track. We have been bringing down the permit times, mm-hmm. um, and it could be done more, and that and. That's what we are planning to do. Um, But the big question, do we need more housing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it any kind of housing? I'd say no. Let's put the emphasis on affordability. So when you say put the emphasis on affordability, what would you focus on? I mean, we keep hearing about the missing middle, two and three bedroom condos and townhomes. Um, What what would you do when it comes to, A, addressing that missing middle? And most importantly... How do you make it affordable? Well, we just voted in council on addressing the missing middle. We just rezoned the whole city, all our single-family zoned areas, our two-family zoned areas, everything zoned residential, can now have up to four units, up to six units if there's affordability thrown in, and up to eight even on larger lots um, if it's all rental and affordable. So, um, you know, we've already made a huge move. That's that's major. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one step taken. Mm-hmm. Um, what we have to do, though, is is make sure that we um, bring in the federal and the provincial governments. 
because they're the ones with the bucks. They're mm-hmm. the ones that can actually af- provide the subsidies needed for affordability. We can ask something of developers, and we already do. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a larger development, you've got to put in you know, 20% of, of the housing at below market rates, 30% below market. Um, so that is going along at pace. But to get much deeper affordability, we have to look to the senior governments for that support. Senior levels of government. Do you think there's going to be much uptake on the four, six uh, units per a lot? Uh, Because some would argue, look, there's issues of practical issues around sewage and piping, all those types of things. There's the issues of parking as well. And some have said that policy alone may just lead to, you know, an uplift in regards to the cost of that land, just knowing you can actually potentially do that. Do you think there's going to be much uptake in regards to just those people actually come in and say, look, we're going to build those four and six units on, on a single family lot? You know, it was a bit of a shock when we actually dealt with that at the council table. Staff said, look, we've got hundreds of people in the waiting for this. Um, so, uh, you know... You mean developers wanting to do this? Exactly, yeah. And, you know, the developers... Or families. I mean, one of the reasons I voted for it is I got convinced by people who said, look, Adrian, you know, we got three kids. Um, we have a single family home. Uh, we can't let one of our kids have it because we could never have equity for the other two kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, it's not stratifiable at this point. So we allowed that to be stratified. So those families could, sub, you know, redevelop their lot. Each kid could get, you know, one unit on mm-hmm. it. There could be maybe a couple more for rental units that they could, you know, mortgage helpers. Um, so, I mean, that for me, that was a compelling reason to say yes mm-hmm. to that that policy. Um, we've got a lot, as I say, of people in the waiting, staff have said. Um, so I'm hopeful that you're going to get some of that missing middle housing built fairly quickly mm-hmm. by people. We are speaking to Adrienne Carr. She is Vancouver City Councilor for the Green Party. We were talking about uh, the announcement yesterday by Ken Sim, uh, a, a, a housing plan that was announced that uh, would focus on greater density around Sky train stations. Uh, 26 areas of the city would be pre-zoned to allow and accelerate construction of all forms of housing. Uh, think these uh, local villages, 26 villages, I think, as they had called it. A lot of other ideas as well. They're reviewing the city's shadow impact or view cones as well. Uh, and so lots to talk about, uh, but is it going to be affordable housing, as Adrian Carr said, or is it just going to be housing? And that's the difference. Do call us on the open line. I'd love to hear from you as well in regards to what you would like to see. Let's go to, uh, I believe that is uh, Dev in Vancouver. Hi, Dev. Hey, hey, Jazz. I noticed that you asked Mrs. Carr, what's affordable housing? And of course, she dances all around that. Typical, typical left-wing politician. So my question, what is affordable housing? 700000 800000 900,000? My point, Jez, very simple point. There is no such thing as affordable housing. All the right. price of material, supplies, everything, you know that. Yeah. Dev, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, I think it's a good question. Like, what, how, what is affordable today? I mean, I think you're looking at average prices around $1.2 million for the region, um, but that doesn't mean much in the west side of Vancouver or even East Vancouver. What, in your mind, would be affordable? Well, Uh, It's not even in my mind. There's a standard definition of affordability, and that is a a household should not be paying more than 30% of its income on rent or on housing. Um, So you have to look at the average income. I think the median income is about uh, 80,000 in the lower mainland, uh, right? Roughly around there, 77,000, 80,000. So, I mean, we're already at a one-bedroom at 
$3,000 a month, potentially in some neighborhoods, yeah. less in others, yeah. right? Uh, so we're already above that. So how do you get that? It'll yeah, be yeah, on- yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that turns out to be about 2000 a month or 80000 you know. So, mm-hmm. so, so how do you get that? The market's not going to deliver it right now. It just isn't. The costs are too high in development. The land costs are too high in the city. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's where you have to look at senior governments. And everywhere around the world yep. where there is affordable housing that meets those kind of income criteria – the senior governments have... So what would that senior government do? Provide funding to subsidize the building of those uh, yeah, help apartments? Out with yeah. I mean, that's what that's what happened in the 70s uh, in Canada when this, the uh, federal government uh, uh, developed a lot of uh, co-op housing. Yeah, you see that city. around uh, Oak as well, a lot of the three-story three apartment blocks yeah. that, uh, that that were getting built. Yeah. And, and then I think it was almost 25% of all the housing at one point was, to a certain degree, the federal government was involved in. Yeah. And they did walk away from from it in the, in the, in the late that's 80s. That's a tragedy. Yeah, well, we're paying for that. I mean, that's how we got here. Right? We kind of sleepwalked into this. It's taken literally decades, and we have to remind ourselves, you can't just fix it in one election cycle or probably two, and it's mm. going to take some time, and that's unfortunate. Uh, let's go to Trevor in Vancouver. Hi, Trevor. Hey, Jess. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, I think he's Sam, doing a good job. I think, you know, what he said about creating an environment, that's what city council job is and once they have low income housing or whatever affordable housing is going to have to come from from the uh, the federal government. But, you know, guys, you take runs at Sim all the time, you criticize them, but you actually look at his platform going into the last election. He's accomplished both of it, whether it's the DPD, the Stanley Park bike lane, mm-hmm. the tent encampment downtown. He's pretty much knocked it out of the park. And I, so I, I just don't know where all the criticism from you is coming from. What did you expect? I mean, you look at the ABC, they ran the slate car, fry, and boil. They got the lowest vote. Clearly, if, if ABC ran uh, 10 people, yep. none of them would be employed right now well, with the city of Vancouver. I don't think, yeah, thank you for your call. I, I, I don't think I've been overly critical of the mayor, but I have been critical on certain issues, raising of fees and those types of things. Uh, but my job is to hold them to account. And, and you know, Ken Sim is going to be on the show next week. We're going to bring him in once a month, and he's agreed to it, take calls from you as well. Uh, but I think it's important to continue to challenge and, and push elected officials. That's what I do. But you're right. I mean, they've not brought in all the police officers that they said they're going to, and they're, they're heading that, in that direction, mental health uh, nurses as well, but they have challenges in, in, in hiring just because of Surrey, and Surrey hiring, Surrey's hiring and the challenges there. Um, but look, he's brought the big promises, he's he's moving towards getting that done, and I don't deny that, and then not one council's going to fix something, and all three levels of government have to work together, I, I agree with you. The challenge is... What is affordable and how do we get families back in Vancouver again when the median income is $80,000 a year for an individual? Um, in regards to the um, final question to you, in regards to the um, villages themselves, this would be Carisdale, Dunbar, which is already there, but there'd be greater density built around these communities? Correct. Yeah, that's right. And, and they're spread all through the city. We've got, the, all the, we've got neighborhoods yeah. in the city and not all of them have got density in terms of a core area. Um, but most of them, and not, not quite all, but most of them have a little shopping um, strip and the village areas are around those shopping areas. So I, um, do you think the Blue Bloods of Carisdale would want uh, greater density? <laughs> I Imagine you getting a few calls. Yeah, no, from I, th- I think that they're. I think people are really worried about the emptying out of some of those neighborhoods, the That's closure true. of schools because yeah. there's no kids. Um, yeah, I, I think I think we need to keep the those all our neighborhoods vibrant. Yeah, Adrian, thank you for your time. Yeah, my pleasure.